I was looking down and saw the lady that I talked to. I thought, man, I wish I had asked her to pray for my children. So toward the end, when all the people were headed back to their seats, I spotted her and went and said, I do need you to pray for my children. They're lost. And they're dabbling in stuff that they should not be dabbling in. The woman talked to me and told me that since she once accepted God, that God still had her in his palm. She then prayed for her like I have never heard anyone pray for her before. This woman prayed and prayed. She prayed through it. It made me feel better about everything to do with my daughter. Better than I have felt in years. After she was done, I asked her her name because even though I recognized her from r and I couldn't remember her name. She told me her name, and I bet that name is familiar to you. She told me that she prays for you all the time. So you see, it's all your fault that I had a chance to pray for her to pray over my daughter. It's all your fault that I have more hope than I have ever had in a while. It's all your fault that I think I have found a prayer mentor. Field of revival was much better than expected. It was R&R on steroids and so much more. This person had a choice. We had so many volunteers. We were expecting to be out on the football field. It was going to be wide open. We were going to need people, escorting people and all this. We had so many volunteers. People were coming to me and saying, what can I do? What can I do? What can I do? And I would think, nothing. Everything is covered. And I was praising God for that. And then these two ladies came up and they said, what can I do? And I said, what you need to do is be in the, in the, out in the congregation, in the audience. And when we have a prayer, just come down for, for, for prayer. Maybe someone will come with you. They had a desire to serve. They made a choice to fulfill the call that God had on them that night. Hearts and lives were changed. Their heart and their life was changed. We have desires to do what God wants us to do, but if we don't step out, if we don't step out and get out of our comfort zone and get out of our little box, we will never experience the blessings that God wants to have and give to us through our obedience to Him. When we were getting ready for the field of revival, I sent a text last week to all the pastors and I said, I truly believe we have been obedient to answer the call that God has called us to do. And now the rest is up to God. The rest is up to God.
It takes courage to serve the Lord. It takes courage to step out of our box and to go into that place in our lives that we're not real comfortable in going. Whether it's to accept Jesus Christ as our Lord and our Savior. Whether it's to forgive someone for the harm that they have done to you or to me. Whether it be to listen to God and step out and be a prayer warrior. Or to listen to God and step out from your place of comfort with your friend. Take that step and that walk and that long, long journey to the front. That will give you peace and comfort. Many, many things happened Wednesday night. People would come to me in the, in the foyer of the gym or whatever you might want to call that. I don't know what it's called, but... Uh, in the entrance to the gym, and they would come to me before worship ever started. They said, you can just feel the power and the presence of God in this building tonight. I didn't even know who some of them were. I did not even know who some of them were. But they felt the presence of God. And they wanted to share it. Something I have to share with you today. Through the obedience of a town, a county full of pastors that said nothing matters but Jesus Christ on this night. Through the obedience of a group of volunteers that had these goofy little red ribbons on down to pray. Through a sea of stadium seating and through a sea of 600 chairs on the floor of the gym. One of the shyest little boys you've ever known. Made his way out of his comfort zone and solely walked to the altar and gave his heart to Jesus Christ. Church, it's time we get out of our comfort zone. It's time we're willing to take that walk. It is time that we are willing to trust in our Lord and our Savior Jesus Christ, just as the Israelites had trusted them coming out of Egypt, through the Red Sea, through the wilderness, and into the Promised Land. But we have to make a choice.
We can't just desire to see 11-year-old little boys like D.J. Phillips give his life to Jesus. We have to be willing to step out, to make a choice, to make a choice to get out of our comfort zone and let Christ minister to us. We're used to coming to church. We're used to sitting in our pews. And heaven help us if someone sits in yours. I'm safe. Nobody wants it. We're used to doing these things. But I believe today that God is stirring up his church. He's stirring up his church to bring salvation to our families. To bring salvation and restore hope to our families and those that we love. To bring salvation and restore hope to the community in which we serve. To bring salvation and restore hope to the leaders of our community. That God will bring down His presence and His power and His Spirit. And He's going to make a renewal, a revival, a movement within each one of us. And it's for eternity. It's for eternity. You can't tell me prayer doesn't work. You can't tell me that God doesn't listen. You can't tell me that God doesn't wrap his arms around us and hold us in times of our deepest, darkest moments. And you can't tell me that God is not with us when we make a choice to get out of those dark times and into the light of Jesus Christ. Far be it from us. Far be it from us to make a choice to serve Jesus no matter what. as we take hold of the desires that are on our hearts and we move from just desire into a choice of action, God will bless it. He'll be with us. He'll go with us. He'll protect us. He'll open up ways. For the Israelites... He drove out entire cities that were before them. And they were able to come and to live in homes that were, they never built. They were able to take up vineyards and, and, and fields that they had never worked. Because God looked upon them and their choice to trust Him. And God wants to do the same thing with you. He wants to give you, give you, the desires of your heart. But are we willing, are we willing to take that step? When I was in college two or three years ago, the first time I was in college, 
Um, I was in a sign language choir. And in that choir was a lady named Georgia Williams. Georgie, we call her Georgie Williams. Name was Georgina. Black lady, but man, could she sing. She could stand there and she could belt out those songs and she was so full of the Spirit of God and she could just stand there and sing like you wouldn't believe. And there was a song that she sang and she sang it in every time we worshiped. It was called, It's My Desire. It's My Desire. She told me, as, and I would talk to her, and, and, and you could just feel the love of God all over her and her love for people, and, and, and you could just feel it. And, and she told me, she said, Daryl, when I was in high school, they remind, remember, I'm 18 years old. This is college. She wasn't that much older than I was because she was still in college. So when I was in high school, when I would walk down the hallways, the hallways would part because people were afraid I'd hit them or attack them. I was mean and I was bad. Until Jesus got a hold of my heart. Until Jesus got a hold of my heart. It's my desire to live for Jesus. It's my desire to live for Him. If you could see the things that He's brought me from to where I am today, then you would know the reason why I love Him so. She sang it with passion with all that she had. Where is your passion? Where is your passion? Where is our passion? Just like the Lord was with the Israelites, they had to make a choice to serve God or to serve mammon. To serve God or to serve themselves. To serve God or to serve worry. To serve God or to serve money. To serve God or to serve time. The same choice lies on us today. Would you step out? Would you step out of your comfort zone? that others might live? Would you step out of your comfort zone that others might live and know Jesus Christ? Is it your desire to serve? Will you make that choice? Will you make that choice? My Lord stands waiting. He stands waiting with his arms wide open and said, no matter what is coming against you, no matter what is coming into your heart, into your life, no matter what it is, God is standing there waiting with his arms open. Saying, come. Come on. Go through those sea of chairs. Take me into your arms and into your heart because that is his desire. He made the choice to die on the cross to fulfill his desire 
to live in and through you. Most gracious and loving God. Let us have the desire to serve you. To be filled to the brim by you. Let us have the desire, God, that you can take away the troubles and the trials and the problems that come within us. That becomes our God. And let us take a journey through the wilderness of our lives. Through the depressions of our hearts into your promised land. Let us this day choose who we will serve. Not just a desire, but a choice. God, those today that we may not know their pain and their suffering, but they sit here today and they have felt it for so long. The agony, the separation in relationships, the pain of not choosing to follow you with all we have. Let us turn it around today. Help us, God, to take a step, of a long journey that leads others to the saving power of Jesus Christ. God, it's not my fault. It's yours. It's your fault, God. And thank you. Thank you. As we sing our closing hymn, I ask that you come this morning with the desires of your heart and make them to be your choice. Come and lay everything that you have on these altars. Lay your relationships, lay your burdens, lay your problems, lay your finances, lay whatever it may be at these altars. Let your desire become your choice. Please stay there.